Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, your central hub for all things related to education. Join us every episode for the most up-to-date tips and strategies on how to maximize student potential. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Scale It Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Huzaifa, as always. And today we have another interesting, fascinating, and fast-moving YouTube channel creator on the show. And it's a YouTube educator, the founder of something called Brain Candy TV. So what is Brain Candy TV? Brain Candy TV is all about early learning for a brighter future. So what they say on the About Me section is early learning for a brighter future. That's the mantra we live by at Brain Candy TV as we produce our fun educational videos for preschool kids. Your children will love learning their ABCs, numbers, colors, and more with the help of fun of our fun action-packed vehicle animations featuring monster trucks, dump trucks, plus our cute dog, Lizzie. And I've seen those animations, and the animations are truly incredible. And so I'm really curious to know how the founder of Brain Candy TV, Michael Moore, was able to create all of these amazing animations by himself. He, he says himself that he is a one-man show. So I, I really want to know what goes into everything and how he does it. So without further ado, Michael Moore, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on the show, Huzefa, and uh, hello to your audience as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining. So first of all, tell me a little bit about the inspiration for Brain Candy TV. How did it begin and why did you, why did you begin it? Yeah, so about uh, five years ago, I started doing a bit of work for an educational charity and uh, it really rekindled my, my love of video production. And uh, so I, I went to college, you know, a ways back uh, for multimedia design. So I kind of had a, a basic, um, kind of start in, in that sort of area. But uh, at that point, I was, I'd was i been a wedding photographer for about 10 years, and uh, I was uh, looking for a kind of a change of career, just something a bit different, something I could be a bit more creative with. And um, and so I, I just, I was kind of struggling with, you know, what I wanted to do, what, you know, how to, how to find my real passion. So actually, I contacted a career counselor to kind of get me on the right path, kind of help me talk through things. And uh, it really helped me focus on what I wanted to, to do, which was something educational and something with animation and video production. And, uh, and shortly after that, I discovered that you can actually make a living making videos for YouTube. I had no idea. I was like, whoa, this is like, this is like the big, huge light bulb moment for me, just a, an epiphany where I was like, I was so excited. I was just, you know, that that night I was up till two o'clock in the morning. I was jotting down these ideas and I was researching on YouTube, like what's what's out there. And I was thinking like, there's there's some good stuff on YouTube, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of really kind of, you know, quick, you know, quick and dirty sort of, you know, basic animation. I'm like, well, I could do like something so cool with, you know, 3D animation and I can have my dog in there. So it was, it was a pretty, it was a pretty big day for me and it, it'll always be, uh, you know, in, in my, um, my memory as uh, one of the most important days of my life. But, um, but now at, at this point, did you have a ba- did you already know something about animation? Because the animations look really sophisticated. So is that something you got additional training for or how did that work? 
Yeah, definitely. I had the, uh, the basis. So I, I did uh, my multimedia course in college and involved, you know, everything from Photoshop to audio production, video production, as well as some 3D animation. But uh, the animation stuff was was pretty basic, but, it, you know, it gave me good fundamentals. It, and uh, most of the stuff I learned, like the, uh, you know, the physics simulations in the, the vehicle, you know, animation, all that kind of stuff I had to learn after the fact with, uh, you know, all the updated software and everything. But luckily there's, there's tons of, of resources online, which I kind of love the, the, you know, poetic justice of using YouTube to learn how to make videos for YouTube. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, and, and there's like great sites like lynda.com and digital tutors that have all kinds of great, you know, tutorials for any kind of software you really need to, to learn. So, yeah, it took a, a couple of years to really kind of figure it all out and, and as well as I'm as you know at the same time I'm producing content so so what I want to know too is now if if you're out there listening definitely to get more context you should check out uh, Michael's videos at Brain Candy TV but what I'm wondering is because the animation looks so complex what is what is how long does it take you to make even like a 3 or 5 minute video involving the monster trucks uh, it usually takes me anywhere from two weeks to two months to produce a video, so it's it's not really ideal for you know building a YouTube channel because really YouTube, especially lately, they want to see something like every week or ideally two videos a week. Um, so it it does take a little longer to to grow a channel with that slow pace, but you know hopefully I can try to offset that by having higher quality content that you know gets a lot of uh, good watch time on YouTube. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now now tell us about your content. What type of things, you know, what's the general character, the the general layout, the characters you use and the type of concepts that you cover? Yeah, so mostly uh, you kind of covered a lot of it in the intro. Um, But right now I'm focusing mostly on the preschool topics. So your ABCs, numbers, colors, shapes. And um, what I'm trying to do is trying to transition more into the more advanced topics like math and science as my initial audience kind of grows out of the first videos. Um, and sorry, what was the other part of the, the question? So you, and I know that you have, I, in the videos that I've seen, for example, some where you cover, let's say color, I know you cover red, orange, blue. Tell us about, so I know like you use these monster trucks. Why did you choose monster trucks as one of the main characters throughout all the videos? Well, I did a bit of research on, uh, you know, what seems to be popular with kids. And and that also, the, the thing that's always in the back of my mind is what, what I would have liked when I was a kid. So I remember loving, you know, cars and trucks and have, setting up little ramps and jumping them over them and, and having, you know, fun that way. So I, I tried to think, you know, if I was a little kid, what would get me to want to watch? And then I can use that to really kind of focus on the educational uh, aspect, which is the most important uh, part for me. And uh, so, you know, at the same time, we're making it fun and uh, educational. And I know that you, you mentioned to me at another point that you're hoping to build content for subsequent ages so that they can grow with the content. Is that correct? Yeah, for sure. And do you, do you see yourself making content through what level? Through third grade fi- or through fifth grade? Through How, how high do you want to go? Ideally, I'd like to get into the um, even the high school level uh, science, um, but I don't want to really get into like a full course, like in depth uh, stuff. I want to more focus on 
just kind of getting the their feet wet and getting them excited about science just the the wonders of science the 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 cool stuff that makes you like wow like that's really cool i want to learn more and then they can pursue you know more uh in-depth topics that way that's great and i I noticed, so you have an amazing subscriber base. You have over 130,000 subscribers. It's around, is it 136,000 approximately? Yeah, that sounds about right. So you've, ga- you've garnered a lot of attention from people on YouTube. What has been the reaction? I mean, have fans and followers, have they reached out to you personally? And what have they said in terms of, you know, what have parents said to you? Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite parts about it is uh, is getting the feedback from parents and, uh, you know, I think probably the most encouraging uh, feedback I get is, uh, you know, about how their kids are learning by leaps and bounds um, and surprising their parents with these newfound facts that they've learned from my videos. And uh, I just, you know, I, I hear, you know, awesome stories about how they're, they they catch their kid just pointing things out as they're driving down the road. Oh, you know, like red, blue, or though, you know, there's a cute uh, story the other day where they're... Uh, her son was just walking around the, the house with her little, with his little uh, dog, the stuffed dog. He named Lizzie after the character in our videos. And he's going around naming things that start with each letter of the alphabet. And she looks at her husband and, and uh, they, they're like, where is he getting this from? And then at the same time, like, oh, brain candy. <laughs> so like, I love those kind of stories. And, and some of the, uh, a great feedback I get as well is from educators and uh, speech therapists, especially, you know, those who work with kids with autism and learning disabilities and, uh, you know, speech um, uh, difficulties. And they say that the, the content really clicks with them um, and, and just it's paced well, they say, for, for them to learn and uh, really helps them with their with their speech development. That's awesome. And what do you what do you think is one of the biggest contributing factors to being so great for students with autism or, or other, you know, other things? Is it, it, do you think it's the narration? Cause I know that you're the narrator, right? You're the one that's actually speaking and you speak very clearly in a very nice pace. Is it that, or is it the bright animations? What do you think is the biggest component? To be honest, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but uh, I think, I, th- I do. I do try to enunciate, um, you know, really clearly and have really clear recordings, uh, you know, so that's it's easy to understand for the kids. And um, I think in ha- in having that that com- you know um, combined with the the fun and exciting and colorful animation kind of grabs their attention, so they stay focused. And and uh, and try I try to make it clear at the same time. So um, yeah, that's about all I would. Uh, be able to say about that as not being a professional uh, educator myself. Now, if we look at current programs, which which at that age group, I'm not super familiar with current enrichment programs or education programs for ages one through three. But from what you've seen, from the response you've gotten, and from the content you've created, what are big things that maybe parents could listen to this or watch your channel and say like, oh, these are things that commonly parents miss for one to three years old uh, in terms of providing them educational content. These are things that I would really focus on because these are important developmental little pieces of information that they should be having at this time or that time. What what are the big things that you've seen that is typically, you know, that you, the, the gap that you're trying to fill? Um, yeah, I'm not sure if I could say too much on that. Um, you know, without a, an educational background, I wouldn't want to give too much advice in that area. But um, 
I, I did get some great feedback from a parent uh, recently who said that it, it really opened their eyes to how quickly and how much their child can absorb at such a young age. And it really changed the way that they interact with their child and, and teach them. Um, I get I get feedback from people who, whose kids are like one and a half years old and they already know, you know, how to count to 20 and they know all their ABCs and and they're, you know, we do a, a series of uh, assembling vehicles with all the different parts and they can, you know, point at all the different parts and how, you know, they fit together. And uh, they're just, and, and I, I myself, I'm shocked, like 18 months and they can do all this. I, I had no idea. <laughs> I figured they'd be much older by the time they, they could retain all that. So it's it's been an eye opener for me and, and to a lot of parents watching about how, you know, how early you can start and, and how, how quickly they can develop uh, at that age. Yeah, there's another company in Los Angeles called Aspen Learning, I think, or Aspen Tutoring, something like that. And I remember having conversations with them a year or two ago where they talked about the idea of they, they have programs for kids starting at 18 months old. But that's exactly right, is that I think that for some reason parents feel or a lot of parents don't know that you can even start with this type of content for kids at that age but you can and 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 it can have it can have great results according to them as well so that's really cool now you love science and you believe that science is important obviously what 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 is always what is it about science that has drawn you to it for your life well, I think for me, ever since I was a little kid, I was always fascinated by learning how things work. You know, just simple things like a, like a toy or you know a, a device, or just or how the body works. And I just found that so empowering to 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 go out there and know like, oh, I know how that works. Like I can see it, and you know I can figure out even like a computer. Most people don't really realize how it all interacts in the pieces. And when when you learn that, it's just so empowering and so exciting to to know how everything around you works and at the same time learning how much we don't know like the whole thing about um you know dark matter and dark energy making up something like 96 percent of the known universe and it's just like what like we don't know like most of what's out there and uh so it's it's i think it's just really interesting and, and exciting and that's what i want to impart in in kids is that that thirst for knowledge that excitement to learn and so hopefully they can you know, especially from a young age, to get that you know into their psyche, so that as they they go into school, they have the confidence and the knowledge to to want to pursue more and and be successful in in school and ultimately in uh, the rest of their lives. Right, and I think you you hit on an interesting point. I've had other science educators, big, you know, very passionate science educators, as well, just like you, talking about the notion of questioning and asking questions versus memorization of facts. Which it sounds like you're trying to ingrain that same habit, which is which is so cool, and which which is what we need. And, and for sure, my sorry to cut you off, but it just reminded me when in uh, elementary school, the teachers gave me a nickname, the Michael of a Thousand Questions. And I think it might have been slightly derogatory because it might have been a little bit annoying, but I was so full of questions. I just wanted to soak it in and just learn uh, like every part of, of the topic that we were learning, especially in science. And um, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully kids can, can get that same excitement uh, to learn uh, from my videos eventually. Now, I know that you recently formed a partnership with Amazon. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm part of their... Uh, the Amazon Prime video uh, program now. 
which is really exciting for me uh, to reach a whole new audience. And, uh, and it's also really become my favorite um, distributor for my videos because it's completely ad-free. So especially for the toddler audience, you know, you, you don't know what they're going to be exposed to on YouTube a lot of the times with the ads or, you know, finding their way into, you know, some questionable content, which uh, unfortunately has become a real uh, issue on YouTube with people targeting kids with YouTube you know, Spider-Man and Elsa type stuff, but it's quite some quite disturbing stuff. So, um, yeah, so, the, you know, those two aspects really make uh, Amazon uh, a really great platform. And I just um, got expanded to more uh, more markets on, on Amazon. So we're available in, in, I think, 13 countries on Amazon Prime now as well. And uh, um, the new exciting thing is actually we're doing everything, getting everything translated into Spanish. So we'll be reaching more, uh, audience that way as well pretty soon. And so, Michael, what's on the horizon in the immediate future for new content or new concepts being covered on Brain Candy TV? Yeah, so in the in addition to the uh, more advanced topics like science, I, I want to do, uh, you, know, you know, stuff about fascinating members of the animal kingdom all the way up to Big Bang cosmology to really get their, them excited about, uh, you know, learning about science. And along the way, I'm, I'm hoping to um, incorporate some little life lessons in there as well for the kids, like, uh, you know, teaching them about sharing and about being kind to each other and, and understanding of, you know, people with different, uh, you know, different backgrounds and, and stuff like that. I don't know how, how much I'll get involved in that, but I'd love to be able to kind of impart a little bit of, uh, you know, you know, ethics lessons and, you know, teach them to, to be kinder to each other uh, along the way. That is awesome. Massive congratulations for that. And yes. if if people are listening so they know they can find you on Amazon Prime, where else can they find Brain Candy TV? Yeah, so uh, the two main ones are Amazon Prime. If you just search for Brain Candy TV, that's uh, three words um, on Amazon Prime or the Amazon Prime app. Um, as well as YouTube, at, uh, just search for Brain Candy TV. It should come up. And uh, there's also the, the YouTube Kids app, which is actually a good uh, alternative to the regular YouTube. It's a bit safer for kids, and I think the ads are limited and, and you know uh, kid-friendly. Uh, and uh, we're also available at, on uh, Facebook and, and Twitter uh, under Brain Candy TV as well. All right. Awesome. So guys, first of all, Michael, thank you so much for joining and for giving all that information. Guys, if you are listening, well, you can always rewind the podcast and write down the info. But if you didn't get it, all that information will be at the Scalar Learning website in the podcast section. Just go to scalarlearning.com and make sure to check out weekly podcasts every Monday. And our YouTube channel, which has live streams coming out every Wednesday, where we solve SAT problems from Khan Academy's website. Michael, once again, thank you so much for joining. Guys, I will see you next time. Take it easy. Scalar learning, give me that scalar learning.